The Classic Metal Show is now on Roku. That's right, everybody. If you're a fan of The Classic Metal Show and you have a Roku, we have a channel for you. Just go to your channel search and search for The Classic Metal Show. All the videos are uploaded so that you get every single episode of the show. So check it out. The Classic Metal Show, now on Roku. metal show with the toxic waltz is that what yep yep is that what you were doing during the break chris doing the yeah waltz? <laughs> i was doing the toxic edit editing that toxic lover boy song Jesus. yeah Oof. <laughs> well speaking of toxic yeah what is what do you think not that you care but mm-hmm. but what what would you think is the toxicity that is the bullet boys. You mean what causes it? The bullet boys, the band. Mark, Mark is the toxic toxicity in that band. That's why everybody quits. Yeah, I know. Well, it's kind of interesting because the original lineup of the bullet boys, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. they finally were able to put their differences aside and actually do a reunion thing. Sure. And just as quick as it started, it ended. (laughs) I know, it, dude. I, I, it's fun. I had a conversation with two different people about this this week, and I'll let me go to my Skype real quick, and I'll tell you who the two people are. Two people that know they're in um, the know. Yeah, two people that definitely know the Bullet Boys, all yes. the guys. Yes. This person and yes. this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and both of them told me the same thing that Mark is batshit crazy <laughs> and that that's, that's why it keeps happening is yeah. it's a gig and guys know that they can get paid doing the gig. And they think that maybe it's changed with years or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he's mellowed a little bit, but then they get in it with him and they just realize that he's batshit crazy. Allegedly. Yeah. Again, yeah. I don't know. He's a, it's a, it's the weirdest thing. Cause as I said to one of these guys, we were talking about it and I was like, every time I've met Mark, every time I've done interviews with Mark, couldn't be nicer. And I agree. I've, I've come across Mark at least a half a dozen times over mm-hmm. the years. And he's always treated me like we're brothers or something. Yeah. Always super nice. Always friendly. Hey, how you been? You know, good to see you. Always like that. And, but I guess to work with them day to day might be a different story. Yeah. Remember, remember that, uh, what, what, what was, what was that really creepy guy? Uh, the that, gas that, station guy, the, the guy that, uh, <laughs> oh, um, from, um, from pretty boy Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. Christy crashed me. Yeah. 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 I, I think he, he worked with Mark for a little bit, you know, along with the, you know, the, um, pretty boy Floyd too. They, they well, were all in that, they were all in that, that group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that collection of the, what would you call that? The Hollywood third string? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, they, they all had that, that Hollywood, they weren't, the, they weren't the main course. They were definitely yeah. the, well, they, they were very late to the party. Yeah. They were like a midnight snack to, uh, to, to the filet mignon. Yeah. You know, the filet mignon would have been like the Van Halen's of the world. Sure. Bullet boys, pretty boy Floyd. That's a bag of chips at three 30 in the morning. Yeah. They were the crumbs that were left on the floor. <laughs> they were the Cheeto dust on the revs fingers. Exactly. You know, they were, they were that tier, but yeah, I, I mean, to me it's telling, and I know you're going to read the story, but it's telling to me that all those guys that were in the bullet boys prior to the reunion, none of them are back either. Mm-hmm. That says something that none of them want to go back to, go mm-hmm. back to a money making gig for them. Sure. You know what does that say? It's, it's just it's just really bizarre. Yeah. Um. Anyway, 
the new year is here, and the first big rock and roll breakup has happened just 72 hours into the right. new year. Stop there. This is not a big anything. The Bullet Boys losing members, not a big breakup. Well, this this comes from Metal Sludge, so this is tongue-in-cheek. Okay, all right. You know, they, it's just a goof, you know. Okay. The original Bullet Boys lineup is no longer... Mick Sweeta, guitars, and Jimmy DeAnda, drums, have both officially left the Bullet Boys. Wow. Sweeta was on Facebook Live tonight and told all of his viewers, watchers, friends, and fans that DeAnda and he will no longer perform with the Bullet Boys. Crushing news. Yeah. Sweeta also stated that the that the uh, last whiskey show that ended up turning into a Mark Toreen Solo show was already slated to be DeAnda's final show regardless. Okay. Now it appears both Sweeta and DeAnda are both out of the Bullet Boys. And uh, the other guy, too. Yeah. Lonnie Vincent, too, Lonnie right? Vincent. Yeah, With the they're... departure that leaves lead vocalist Mark Tureen and Lonnie Vincent on bass. Now, I'm sure Lonnie's gone now, too, probably. Yeah, Lonnie's out too. I I think it's 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 like three new guys and well, I'm and getting Mark. to that. I'm getting to that. Yeah, uh, Sweeta says even though uh, there are good, even though there are gigs booked, and I'm sure they will be played. Um, you won't be seeing Jimmy Deanda, and you won't be seeing me, Mick Sweeta, at these gigs. So, in spite of whatever picture you see, in spite of whatever press you see, Bullet Boys is no longer going to, unfortunately, be all the original members. Hmm. And I'm very sure I won't ever again. <laughs> so so the, that that tells you right there. Yeah. But, but the, the worst part about that is everybody says that it'll never happen again. And then they come right back. Well, it took a long time to get this original lineup back together. I mean, yeah. literally a long time. Well, didn't they have their own band? It was like the three guys with with some other singer, maybe that I, Freeman guy or something. I don't recall. I think they did. They had another band that was like the three guys without Mark. Yeah. Let's see. Bullet Boys without Mark. Whatever his damn name is. Him and Terry Illowis should make up their mind on what their name is. It's Tareen. Is it Tareen? Yeah, it's Not Torian? No, it's Tareen. He's Torian to me. Oh, let's see. Where is that band name? I can't find it. God damn it. Come on. Damn it. I can't find it. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Well, anyway, so so basically, the 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 quote unquote the Bullet Boys and their original lineup are no more. Okay, I'm very disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> well, anyway. I will say I will say real quick that back in the day, nineteen, I think it was eighty nine when I saw them with Cinderella and Winger, they were very good. Mm -hmm. They were not bad at all back in that day. Well, I remember when I was working at the club out there in uh, the high desert there in California, the Bullet Boys were offered uh, to the club. Okay. And I, and I think their asking price at that point was like 10, 10 grand. 10 G's. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, because they, you know, they had their MTV videos out there. And right. so they were, they were getting some traction so that they were at their ask was like 10 grand. What do you think their ask is now? 10 bucks? Yeah, and a and a and a pack of beer, case of beer, <laughs> a chicken sandwich. Exactly. <laughs> now, I don't know if you're aware of it, but there's a um, a four day event that uh, started yesterday. Okay. That so was yesterday, today, tomorrow, and on Monday, which is really strange down in Florida. It's called the Rock Island Fest. No. It's down in Florida. Well. I, I know a little bit about this because uh, Dokken is playing down there. Okay. And, and it's it's a really weird weird thing. It's it's like a four-day deal. And um, I guess the Bullet Boys are scheduled to play. And so they're down there with a Mark and his, quote-unquote, his new lineup. Okay. <laughs> he was able to assemble a new lineup within a matter of a week. It's like 
hurry up, fill, fill some gaps here. <laughs> it's official. The newest lineup of the Bullet Boys have arrived at the debut gig together in Key West, Florida. Bullet Boys are part of the lineup of the Rock Island Fest, which is a four-day event scheduled for January 14th through the 17th. Okay. Bullet Boys featuring original lead vocalist Mark Tureen is now joined by a guy who plays with everybody who will let him play, Ira Black. Oh, Ira Black <laughs> is in the Bullet Boys? <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't wow. fit the uh, Bullet Boys look at I was going to say, he, he's a little bit of a metal guy to be doing Bullet yeah, Boys. I, I hung out with a little bit. I, I hung out with Ira a little bit uh, when I was in L.A. Uh, before Christmas. He, I mean, he's he's everywhere but yeah he's everywhere but uh he and his chick were there his chick runs doc and social media okay he runs their facebook and their website and shit okay uh, jessica and uh i hung out with ira and his chick there for a while um so we got ira black on lead guitar brad lang on bass oh fred, from um from y and t and uh fred aching a-c-h-i-n-g on drums oh fred aching i don't know who that is he was fantastic never mind didn't he play with lover boy (laughs) (laughs) uh bullet boys had an all original reunion going for the last few years did it really last a few years i don't think it was a few years a few few gigs a few gigs yeah i mean it could very well be a couple of years but they didn't play any gigs because yeah, of covid yeah that, that's what i was thinking yeah by the way the name of the band without mark with the three guys without mark was called lies deceit and treachery hmm. it was yeah, I have those, all their albums. yeah well it was those three guys and best of seven singer shane tassert okay so there you go. <laughs> All right. Maybe they'll reform that band. Yeah, I wasn't aware. Yeah. Uh, but that ended recently. McSweeta and Jimmy DeAnda both publicly went on Facebook Live to announce that they were leaving the band again. Since the Sweeta and DeAnda announcement, it was rumored that Lonnie Vinson would also depart. And based on this new photo of the Bullet Boys, that has proven to be true. Hmm. Also, it's been circulated that the band's management has also dropped them. <laughs> wow. Did I see a photo credit of D. Dockin? <laughs> oh boy. So this is this is who's at this Rock Island Fest. All right, let's hear this. Uh Friday, which was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Steelheart, Firehouse, Winger. Night Ranger and headlining was your buddy Brett Michaels. Boy, that's a tough day. <laughs> okay. Um today, uh currently going on, uh Enough's Enough, Bullet Boys, Warrant, Skid Row, and our favorite whipping boys of the evening, Lover Boy. They were headlining. It's another fairly tough day. (laughs) No, it's enough's enough day. It's enough of this show day. Wow. Then tomorrow, Faster Pussycat, Last in Line, Slaughter, Dockin with uh, George Lynch joining them, and D. Snyder headlining. It's a better day, but I'd be showing up very late for that. And here's a weird one on Monday, I guess, right. because it's Martin Luther Boone Day. Hey, Martin Luther King. He's a king. Oh, sorry. Uh, they, uh, I guess people aren't expected to go to work on Monday. It's, okay. it's kind of weird to have a show on Monday. Yeah, kind of. Don't you think people would be flying home if they flew in for this gig, like on Sunday or something? Do you really think people are flying in for this gig? Maybe. To see a bunch of bands from... Fucking 40 years ago? You'd be surprised. So here's Monday's lineup. Okay. Bang Tango, Vixen, Jack Russell's Great White, Lita Ford, and Jackal headlining. This whole four days isn't worth $25. Wow. That's a tough... Dude, there's like... The only person in the four days I would actually... 
kind of go out of my way to see is D. Well, out of four days worth of bands. Ooh. Well, it is hosted by Eddie Trunk. Well, then in that case, where do I get a plane ticket? <laughs> so there you are. Wow. That's your, that's your four day event right there. Wow. That's a tough, that's a tough lineup there. What's that the, is, you know? that is a, a, aside from Jackal, mm -hmm. that is an all eighties lineup. Mm. And last in line, but that features guys from the eighties too. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's a mm, that's a tough that's a tough lineup there. Woo. Four days worth of that. Yeah, I don't think I could tolerate four hours worth of that. Four days. So you got uh, so let's run that down again real quick. Right. You got Brett Michaels, Night Ranger, Winger, Firehouse, Steelheart, Loverboy, Skid Row. Warrant, Bullet Boys, Enough's Enough, D. Snyder, Dawkins with George Lynch, Slaughter, Last in Line, Faster Pussycat, Jackal, Lita Ford, Jack Russell's Great White, Vixen, and Bang Tango. So we're going to call this the 80s B-Band Tour. Yeah, that's that's what you get if you the win. 80s, this. Yeah, it's the 80s B-Band Tour with Brett Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, if you went to uh, went to this Rock R O K Island Fest 2022, Key West, right. Florida. Wow. Well, can't believe you didn't fly down for that one, dude. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that sounds that sounds a little brutal to me. Yeah. I'll pass. <laughs> that's a that's a lot of. Uh, that's a lot of cruise cruise uh, bands. Now you've seen all those bands. Who's still oh, really good of those really bands? Really good. I mean, D is still pretty good. Yeah, D. I know for a fact D's real good. I mean, boy, it it, it it's just tough it, it, because every one of those bands, aside from maybe Night Ranger, mm -hmm. are just a shell of what they used to be. Yeah, I mean. As much as I hate him, and this is going to make my stomach twist, Brett Michaels still sounds like Brett Michaels. Mm -hmm. So I, I would assume his show would be okay. I've seen Night Ranger, and Night Ranger's good. Jackal's good live. They still sound like Jackal from 35 yeah. years ago. So Yeah, sure. Um, Warrant? Well, They don't Warrant, sound like Warrant, but they're good. Uh, they're good, but they don't sound like Warren. I mean, obviously, um, um, Robert Mason. Yeah. Robert Mason doesn't sound like Janie Lane. I mean, he mm. sings the songs obviously, but he doesn't sound like Janie Lane. Yeah. I mean, they're okay. Um, I mean, I've seen all, all of these bands. Most of these bands yeah. were at M3 when I went, uh, sure. About four years ago, I think. Yeah. Four mm -hmm. years ago. So everyone, I saw all of these bands at M3. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else is good on this line. Is Lita well, Ford any good? Lita's okay. And, and Jack Russell still brings it. I mean, he might, yeah, be Jack's all, okay. he might be all crippled up and stuff, but man, he still sings his ass off. Yeah. Yeah. Jack's okay. I mean, Jack, Jack's actually pretty good live. It and, is weird and, watching and, a crippled you know, old man. But he is, he, he, that's the funny thing. You call him crippled old man. He's a year older than me. Well, I'm not talking about by, by calendar. I'm talking by, <laughs> he could, look, he could be 35 years old looking like that. He's 130. I, I agree. And, and, but the, you know, as much shit, physical shit that that guy has gone through, mm -hmm. it is amazing how good he sounds. Oh, no, uh, he sounds great. Uh, well, here, here's the thing. Um, he was in Iowa. We went to, uh, I went to Iowa to Des Moines and there was a, it was an arena show type thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, this was back in July and it was docking with George Lynch firehouse, um, firehouse CJ snare didn't make it. So they had, um, uh, what's his name? The guy who sings for last in line, Andrew Freeman. Yeah. They had him on lead vocal. Okay. And Jack Russell's great white. And so we're down in this, it's like, it was an arena, 
right? So you mm-hmm. know how big those hallways are that go in down to uh, the dressing room areas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a big, big um, cinder block building with the dressing rooms and stuff down a long hallway mm-hmm. to get down to the dressing room areas. Sure. Yeah, Jack Russell is down there at the end of the hall just belting out tunes a cappella. Right. And it's just echoing through that hallway. And he is pitch perfect. And no music, no nothing. He's just belting out just lyrics to to songs. And it was just mm-hmm. like, holy shit. But then he's all like all crumpled up and <laughs> it's like Jesus. But he sings like a motherfucker. Yeah, he does. And, 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 and the thing is, is you talk about nice guys again. Whenever I see Jack, he's always good to see. Yeah. <laughs> His arm up uh, around you, you know, and how are you? How are you doing? Everything good with you, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And it was just like, oh, Jack, just, I mean, it's painful to see this guy this way. I know. It's, 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 there he is. But he, sings his ass off yep yeah it's 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 tough seeing him like this <laughs> but but he but he he does still sing extremely well and and that voice is not simple i mean that's no. a that's a big voice yeah and and you know what the thing is is regardless if you have sentimental value for the 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 original lineup of great white or the most popular lineup of great white Mm-hmm. Band, Jack's band that he has right there in that photo, there they sound just as good as Great White. Yeah, Robbie's great. Rob, yeah. Robbie Lock, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Rob Lochner? Lochner? Lochner. Yeah, right there on the on the on right. The, uh, yeah, yeah. I, he's great. He he does the Mark stuff as well as Mark does it. And, and I don't know. Jack may look weird, but to me, he doesn't look as weird as Mitch Malloy. <laughs> yeah, Mitch Malloy just does not fit that. It's great white, you know. No, Mitch. With those uh, teeth. All, I can, all I can hear is Butthead going. His teeth are whiter than white. <laughs> I mean, his teeth are. <laughs> his teeth are like a, a chandelier of light. Exactly. I mean, they are bright. Yes. But you know, I, I mean, I've seen. I I've even seen Jack Russell's Great White, and that's good. It's a good show. I know you went to the you went to that show at what yeah, was it? The, the, Agora was yeah, it? The um, House Blues with House um, Blues. You were up at the balcony area. Yeah, with him yeah. and Bullet and, Boys. And, yeah, you saw Mark Tureen. I did. I saw Mark. Mark's the only guy I met at the whole show. <laughs> I didn't run into Enoughs Enough because they scattered like as soon as the show was over. And Great White had a closed door right after their show, so we didn't bother them. The only guy I ran into was Mark Tureen. Yeah. I was like, hey, and he was like, hey, and that was it. <laughs> that was my meeting that, that was your brush with greatness yeah that was <laughs> and you know what that was all the more meet and greet i needed with mark i really didn't need to sit down and go oh dude remember back when and no, i didn't need to do that just saying hello was good enough in fact that was more than i needed well i gotta uh, tell you i gotta good. tell you you know regardless of anybody's thoughts on mark Tareen. Mm-hmm. When I w- he played here locally, this was back a few years ago. But okay, I I'm really impressed at how good of a guitarist he is. Well, he's I mean he was up for the Ozzy gig. I mean he's he's a legitimate player. I know, but I never realized it before until I saw him, and I was just like, "Holy shit, Mark can really play guitar!" Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, I I didn't know. I, I never saw that before. I never experienced that. But when he played his gig here under the Bullet Boys, you know, moniker, even though there was nobody, you know, in the band aside from him. Right. He was up there playing guitar, playing solos and shit. And I was just like, wow, I had no idea. Right. I'll tell you one thing about Mark Tureen, though. Mark Tureen has Mitch Malloy's dentist. He he's another one with the ridiculous teeth. Have you ever noticed that with him? Uh, yeah. Well, well, Mark Mark really does have a really really high opinion of himself. I believe that. Extremely high. You know. 
And, mm-hmm. and again, I'm not shitting on the guy because he's he's always been nice to me all the time. Sure. You know, but, uh, you know, when, oh, look at that. Mitch is like, damn, dude, where'd you get those done? Yeah, look at that. Look at how they're like glowing. Yeah. They're shinier than his necklace. They're they're so bright they glow. That's what I'm saying. He's another one that has, you know, the super teeth whitener going on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying? That's funny. No, I, <laughs> I was just saying I was just saying that uh it, it's just it's just interesting that nobody seems to be able to work with Mark very long. Uh, he's, he must be difficult. I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming, but he must be difficult to, to deal with in business. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of is, I, I mean, it's a paying gig and no matter what they've done, I mean, for fuck's sake, he stabbed a bandmate with a, with a plastic knife or some shit. And even that yeah, didn't stop him. Yeah. That was, uh, that was on that tour with uh, Jamie St. James and, and yeah. his lineup of uh, black and blue. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, he, he did that, and that hasn't stopped him from getting gigs. <laughs> Nothing stops them from getting gigs. Apparently not. But yet. And, and the thing is, is they don't have that great of a career. No, they had what? Two hits? Three? They, three hits. They, they had what? Love of Money, Smooth Up In Ya, and. Uh, THC yeah. Groove. THC Groove, and maybe Hang On St. Christopher. Was yeah. that even a hit? Uh, it's it's one of their better tunes. I don't know if it was a hit or not, but it might have been a hit. I think it yeah, was. So so what? Three, four songs? Yeah, I mean not a bunch. Oh, and then maybe hard as a rock. Um, hard as a rock. Hard as a rock. You got me, baby. Yeah, maybe was that a hit though? I, I don't know. Man, might have been a uh, minor release. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I I liked the Bullet Boys. At that time, I mean, the first two records are really good. In fact, the first three are really good. And then that one with the dog on it was really good. Yeah, yeah, the Sophie. Sophie. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty good. Their their albums, for the most part, are actually not terrible. But yeah, that man. that Sophie was a good throwback record. Yeah, and, and it was done on a budget of about I don't know sixteen dollars. Well, see, it, all the songs that we mentioned, they they're all on Spotify as the top songs. Of course smooth, they are. <laughs> smooth up in ya. Right. For the love of money. Yeah. Hard as a rock. Right. Hell on my heels. Oh, yeah. Hang on St. Christopher. Mm-hmm. Uh, rock candy. Rock candy? Rock candy. I guess I'm that's assuming cover. that's a cover. Yeah. yeah. I would imagine that's um, the Sammy Hagar and what, what sure. was name? Montrose. Montrose, yeah. Uh, F number nine mm-hmm. falls to the wall. Obviously that's a cover. Sure. That's it. Mm-hmm. So they have le- legitimately original, original songs. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Five mm-hmm. original songs. Yeah. Oh, good on. And yet they still. They still make it go. You know, that band is still booked on yeah. every one of these fucking shows. Yeah. Well, you got to give credit to whoever their manager is. Well, they don't have that guy anymore. <laughs> he quit too. Right. I guess you got to give credit to Mark there. Mark's kept it alive the whole time. I guess. Look at Tim James. Lover boy. We're way bigger. Shut up, Tim. <laughs> We didn't say that the Bullet Boys were bigger than Loverboy. Yeah. Five songs. Yeah, they fantastic. They, they weren't even massive songs. Yeah. We'll acknowledge that Loverboy had huge hits. We're not going to tell you that they didn't. Where I don't think the Bullet Boys really had any huge hit. Would you consider Smooth Up In You a huge no, it hit? Was, it was an MTV hit. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't even a number wasn't, one it, song, it though. It wasn't even a big radio hit, per se. Yeah. It wasn't a number one song, no way. No, no. It was middle, probably like top ten. We can probably look that up. Let's so on Spotify, yeah. so far, Smooth Up In You has almost six million plays. Yeah, that's about what uh, I would have guessed. Yeah, not big. 
No. There, there's songs out there that have over a hun- a couple hundred million plays. Yeah. This has got five million plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It, it the whole thing with the plays and everything. It is such a crapshoot, and and it's impossible to understand it. It's like um, Toomey interviewed this guy named Jelly Roll this week, who's like a, a I don't know what you call him, country rap guy. He does that country rap thing. I like him personally, but but I mean Jelly Roll, not the giant biggest giantest name in the world. Okay, his most current video, I think. Has 185 million plays. 185 million? Yeah. Wow. And he's not even like a, a household name. But but this is like on YouTube? Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. And I, I mean I mean dude, look look up um look up Jelly Roll. On on YouTube on, or on Spotify. Spotify. On, Spotify. on Spotify. I'm just okay. curious what his Spotify numbers are. All right. What was that song called? Jelly Roll. Okay, yeah. I got him. Artist. Jelly Roll. Big fat white guy. Yeah, I see him. Yeah. What? What's uh, his? His big number one hit that's got the most plays mm-hmm. is called "Save Me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the song. And, and it's got forty-three million plays on Spotify and a hundred and eighty-five million on YouTube. Is that fucking ridiculous or yeah, what? It's crazy. I mean, it, it. Well, obviously, YouTube is free. Spotify, you you have to subscribe. You know, obviously they do have the free tier, but right. If people are clicking around looking for something to watch instead of just listen, right? They'll go to YouTube. It's free. I'm sorry, it's not 185. It's just 86 million. I'm All sorry. Right. So so I, it's, I it's it's twice as much as what's on Spotify. On right. Spotify, it's 43 million. On YouTube, it's 86 million. Right. So it's exactly double. And this song's been out a year and the bullet boys have been out 40 years with their bo- boss hit bomb single <laughs> smooth up in you. And they got and it's at six. Million, right? yeah. <laughs> it's a different time, man. Yeah. It but, is yet, a- but as you said, you know, they, they continue being able to be on these bills. Yeah. And the weird thing is, is if you asked a hundred people, if they could name one song from Jelly Roll and one song from the Bullet Boys. Never even heard of this Jelly Roll guy. I, I'm thinking it might be 50-50. If you asked just a random a random collection where you'd have some young kids and you'd had some old people, I think you would probably come out dead even with the number of people that would say, yeah, smooth up in you versus the number that would say, save me. Even though the Save Me song has, what, 12 times as many listens. How crazy is this world that we're in now? Yeah. It's all like when you say jelly roll, the first and only thing that came to mind is the blue murder song. Yeah. Or a real delicacy of eating <laughs> a nice cake. Nice yeah. jelly roll. Yeah, exactly. Haven't had one of those in like 35 years. <laughs> it's the last time you had a jelly roll. Dude, I haven't eaten sugar in years. Do they even make such a thing anymore? I'm sure they do. I mean, I'm sure you could go to a donut shop or something like that. I can't even remember the last time I saw a jelly because I think I think my fat dumb ass would eat a jelly roll because I haven't had one in forever. So pastry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big sugar guy either. But I would eat a jelly roll. Mm-hmm. Not this guy's ass, but just an actual <laughs> jelly roll. One of the things we used to like to do when, when I was a kid, my dad's, my dad's contribution specialty on Sunday mornings was making pancakes. Oh yeah. So you take, you take, uh, um, strawberry jelly mm-hmm. and you coat that pancake and then you roll it up. Right. It's like a jelly roll mm-hmm. made out of a pancake. That sounds good. That yeah, was good. All right. Show's over. I'm going to eat. <laughs> Fat guy gotta go eat. Is Denny's open? <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> but sadly I'd have to wear a fucking mask in order yeah, to probably. get in there. Well you got you got mask mandates there in Ohio? Uh, I don't know. I don't pay attention <laughs> to that shit. <laughs> but you don't have to wear a mask anywhere around here. Yeah, I, I have no idea if you do. I, I I don't. I you know, I don't, I won't, but I don't know if there's mandates or not. They're not legal, so I don't give a fuck. 
Well, I understand, but I mean, like, is it required to wear a mask to go into establishments? Um, I don't know. Honestly, I, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I, I don't know. I mean, well, dude, I, I, listen, I, I'm going to, I, the only, well, here, let me, let me tell you something. All right. Uh, over in Illinois, mm-hmm. which it literally, it's just, you know, if I stood on my roof, I could see the Illinois border. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Sarah Palin. <laughs> nice old joke. <laughs> I can see Russia from my back door. That's right. Uh, well, it might as well be Russia. But, uh, yeah, over here in Indiana, I can go anywhere without a mask. No, no mask required. Okay. Like Collins. <laughs> like Phil Collins. Yeah. No mask. No, that's no jacket required. Right. But, but anyway, um, but you go across the border, got to wear a mask. So, so you, you, I know it's dumb, but, but the thing is, is that, uh, when I went out to, uh, Christmas dinner with Sal and his dad, mm-hmm. they wanted you to wear a mask when you walk in to your establishment, restaurant, whatever. Okay. And even though I had one in my pocket, I just walked in. I was just like, fuck that. And nobody said a word. Yeah. Well, what are they going to say? Well, I mean, you know how people, oh, sir, you got to have a mask. You know, yeah, not that they're gonna, it's not like they're going to force you or whatever, but you know, but nobody said anything. Yeah, that's when you literally say "blow me" and you say it mean, and they just fucking go. Ooh, I better not mess with him. And don't fuck with that guy. Yeah, yeah, that's how you handle it. Exactly. But anyway, speaking of wearing a mask, mm-hmm. uh, Tracy Guns of LA Guns. <laughs> yeah, you sent this to me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> he said that uh, he said that LA Guns is done for a while. Okay. Tracy says, uh, no more LA gun shows for a while due to fans not wearing masks. Hmm. Who, who How sad. Hurt? Well, who does that hurt? Not me. Not me. I mean, yeah. I mean, Tracy and Phil obviously make their living off of performing live. Mm-hmm. Who does that hurt? I don't know. He's a fucking idiot. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't hurt. I mean, who, who hasn't seen LA guns? Yeah. And, and the thing is, is if, since Steve and, um, and, uh, what's his name? The, 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 uh, uh, what's his Kelly Nichols, Kelly Nichols, right. They're, they're their version of LA guns. I guess if they wanted to go out there and fill the gap. Yeah, they, they could. Yeah, yeah. The other LA guns isn't touring. Uh, if you want to hear some LA guns tunes, we can play it for you. Yeah, we'll we'll hit, we'll hook you right up. <laughs> exactly. I, I see Tracy and Phil aren't touring around, and if you're jonesing for some LA Guns tunes, we'll come out and play. Yeah. Well, and and dude, the the craziest part about this whole story is that um, he doesn't wear a mask on stage. Why does he think that? He, why does he think that he gets to not wear a mask, but the fucking fans have to? Why is he any different than the fucking fans? Yeah, well, let's analyze this a little bit. All right. And a new tweet. I can't believe people are still twittering. And and I and I wanna I wanna point something out here. Okay. What are you what are you concentrating on over there? Are I, you I'm sending I, I'm I'm tweeting. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm sending uh Stephanie just hit me up and asked me if I could send the pictures of her naked tits with fucking um steel panther so i'm i'm sending those to her you're doing this during the show yeah she just texted me i'm listening why don't you tell stephanie that hey we're doing a show why why are you texting me now because she needs those tits she's probably drunk (laughs) all right i'm trying to show off her tits uh, (laughs) she doesn't know what her tits look like well she knows where to get she knows where to get photos for of her tits <laughs> right how come, here. How, how come I don't have those photos? Cuz I'm not supposed to share them. Oh. <laughs> All right. Can can we take uh Mark Torian's white teeth off the screen here? Why are you getting blinded? I'm, I'm tired of, I'm tired of looking at him. <laughs> there we go. But uh but regardless of that. Yeah. Um what was I saying? About uh, Tracy Tracy Guns and his and his uh, mask mandate. No, no, no. That uh, we were just talking about something else. Oh, um, 
Damn it. I see you had me distracted with Stephanie's tits. But anyway, that's, that's uh, easy to do. <laughs> yeah. So so who does that who does that hurt is oh Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know me, I, I've been telling you that I've been listening to these old Opie and Anthony things. Yeah. Now some of these some of these uh segments that I've been listening to, catching up on some of these really old shows. Mm-hmm. You're like 12, 14 years old. And, and you know what they were obsessed with at that time? Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Everything was Twitter. I mean, mostly, mostly Opie and Anthony, Anthony was doing it, but they were, all they talked about was Twitter, Twitter, this and Twitter that, and they're tweeted this and they tweeted this out and take that picture and tweet it out. That was like 12 years ago. Right. And, it's, <laughs> and, and here it is. You know, some of these shows were like 2010, 2009. Right. You know, and and it's weird to think, holy shit, that was 12 years ago. I know. But but they were obsessed with Twitter. Yeah. That was when Opie was on his Blackberry. Yeah. And they were just talking about, oh, we'll we'll take a picture of this in the studio. I'll tweet this out, you know. And here we are, people, not me, but some people are still using Twitter as like their main way of uh, mm-hmm. communicating. Sure. Yeah. That's bizarre. Dude. Who, who the pe- fuck is using Twitter now? More people than you realize, dude. Really? Who, who, who actually depends on Twitter for information? I don't know if they depend on it necessarily, but I certainly know more. I know a ton of people that use it. I, I mean, do you? Oh who, yeah. Who, who, they use it for what? What are they using it for? To communicate their their thoughts and their ideas. It's kind of replaced Facebook for a lot of people. Okay. A lot of people have dumped off of Facebook. Okay. But, but have moved to either Twitter or Instagram. All right. Or both. All right. I I'm just going to take your word for yeah. it cuz I have and, none of that shit. And certainly bands. Bands are every band is is a Twitter fucking goof. Really? Yeah, that, that dude it's I get more messages on the CMS Twitter from bands that are, Hey, can we do this? Can we do that? Can we come on the show? Can we do blah, 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 blah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I get, I get messages all the time from people on Twitter. Twitter's still, I mean, it's fucking full of lies and shit, but it's, (laughs) but it's, it's still pretty damn popular. Okay. I wasn't aware. Oh yeah. Uh, So, so anyway, um, Tracy Guns took to the official Twitter, mm-hmm. stating, "On New Year's Eve, people at our show elected, in some instances, okay, a lot, to not wear their mask in the audience. Mm. Three people in our bubble got COVID that night. Okay, okay. Uh, where did they play on on New Year's Eve? Where did where did LA Guns play on New Year's Eve?" Um, let's they play in a place where people aren't required to wear a mask or were they required to wear a mask and they just weren't doing it? 2021. They were tour LA guns. Um, yeah, where's the back dates? The Raskins live. Where's the Raskins? The Raskins live New Year's Eve with LA Guns. Um, the Raskins live New Year's Eve Friday, December 31st at the Whiskey A Go Go with oh. LA Guns. The Raskins well, is a band, I guess. All right. Well, that makes sense because when I was out there the week before Christmas mm-hmm. for two nights, nobody was wearing a mask and the whiskey. Yeah. Well, there you go. Nobody. We we looked around. Uh, I was, I watched the show from, from the, uh, the balcony right? and, and me and, uh, Don's chick and, uh, Chris McCarvel's, uh, chick, we were all sitting at the same table right? and we were all looking around because they, they had their masks on, but then they took them off because nobody else was wearing them either. So, so for Tracy to say people weren't wearing their mask or most of them. Yeah. I believe that because I was there and I saw it for myself and nobody right. was wearing a mask. Well, why isn't he wearing a mask on again well, on stage? Why is it, well, why is it the fans fault? Yeah, I get it. But the thing is, is that after I got home, mm-hmm. uh, 
uh, I was told that two or three people from that were there had the COVID okay. and they were, and they were vaccinated. Okay. You know, so because uh, Dawn's girlfriend checked up on me like three or four days after I got home and she says, Hey, how are you feeling? And I said, fine. Why? What's up? And she says, Oh, well, so-and-so and so-and-so came down with the COVID. Right. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, dude, the whole thing, everybody's so fucking paranoid about this fucking nonsense. Everybody's going to get it. Just suck it up. Admit it. Acknowledge that that's part of the deal and move on. Yeah, Stop totally. whining about Is there not it? Look, I not a secret. I'm not a fan of Tracy, regardless of that. It's not hard to find that the masks don't work. What? Dan Bongino just got banned off of YouTube for saying exactly those words, Mr. Aiken. Well, whatever. I guess we're going to get banned off of it, too, because, <laughs> because it, he it, said the exact same words, word well, for word. Well, it's not it's not a, an opinion. It's not an opinion. It's from the CDC, for fuck's sake. It says it on the box. You're not allowed to say that because the powers at the social media haven't sanctioned that as being okay to say yet. No, I, I mean, this, this, it's ridiculous. I agree. Get, get over it. And, and a guy like Tracy, I know he wants to be a fucking super socialist and all that other shit, but just get off it, dude. Play your fucking songs. Wear a mask. Wear a space suit. <laughs> wear whatever the fuck you want to wear, but stop whining about what other people are doing. Right. If the guys in your band got it, that's on your band. Right. It's not anybody else's fault, but yours. Right. Cause you didn't show up and you didn't take the ring. You didn't do whatever was required to guarantee that you didn't get COVID. Sure. Even if that just means showing up then you know, you don't want to show up. Fine. Don't. Yeah. And, and who said that your, your guys got it from being at the club. They could have yeah. picked that up anywhere. Yeah. I mean, they could have picked it up anywhere and just got sick after the, after the show, who knows, and who knows where you got it. Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. You could have got it at the restaurant or the CVS or the, you know the Walmart or something. Mm -hmm. if, you know who knows where you got it. Yeah, yeah. I just am like, why? Why do these fucking assholes? And I'm gonna put Tracy in that category. Fucking assholes. Why do they think that it is that they can behave one way in front of an audience that's supposed to behave another way? If you're so goddamn worried about masks, then fucking practice what you preach. Get on stage and do it. Yeah. And don't tell me that, well, you're performing and blah, 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 because fuck you. It's just as hot down on the floor, and you're just as breathing just as hard when you're getting banged around in a crowd as you are being up on stage playing. So fuck you with your fucking, you got to act one way and I'm going to act another, and I'm going to punish you by not playing? Fuck you douche uh guns continued no more shows for a while love you and i don't want to help people get sick or get worse thanks yeah. and he also doesn't want to wear a mask on stage uh la guns have just released their latest record checkered past on frontiers records back on november of 2021 the group features founder, lead guitarist Tracy Guns, along with classic era frontman uh, Phil Lewis. L.A. Guns is rounded out with uh, Johnny Martin on bass, Ace Van Johnson on guitar, and Shane Fitzgibbon on drums. And that's about it. So, but 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 again, who does that hurt? Doesn't hurt the fans. No, it's it hurts your pocketbook. You yeah. know. Well, you know, he, he's, I don't know. In an effort to not blow up your friendship, I'm going to finish well, talking. <laughs> blow up my friendship. It's not like me and Tracy are like, like yeah, fast I know. bros. I, I mean, know. I just, I've, I've always had just a, you know, again, this goes back to the whole, you know, when you see each other, uh, treat you very, very nice and respectful and right. very kind and friendly and like no issues. Yeah, I just whatever. He he by the day, that's a guy that should get off social media. Cause as much as I love LA guns, and I do love LA guns, even yeah, you know, all the way through. Yeah, you know, I like other all, I like all the uh you know uh, you know, I, I, I like um 
I like the uh, the Stacy Blades. Yeah, you know, I like everything but everything but American Hardcore. Yeah, Every, that. everything else was good, but that that was barely LA Guns. But you know, everything else has been good. So I don't want to hate him, but man, this guy just opens his yap, and it's like Jesus. One socialist take after the next. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking punish you. How's no. he gonna punish anybody? I mean, if you, don't, anybody. If, you don't, if you don't go out and perform, that's that's that takes money out of your pocket, not mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point, Henry Lee Summer. That's Stacy David Blades, Neely. Remember? Oh, I forgot about that. Remember, good point, Henry. <laughs> yeah, Stacy David Blades, and of course Henry Lee Summer would know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I ran into uh, uh, Stacy at at Nam. Stacy David. Well, Stacy David at Nam, and and uh, you know, he's he's worn the CMS shirt on stage numerous times. Sure. And every time, again, every time I see him, he's just like, "Hey, man, it's good to see you, man." And and in fact, after I came back from Nam, the last time when you could go to Nam, mm-hmm. uh, he was on the show shortly after. Because I said, "Man, you gotta come on the show." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, hit me up. Let's go. Let's do this thing." You know. So he's he, good guy, real, real yeah. friendly, just friendly guy, man. Well, even if he is named like a serial killer, <laughs> Stacy David Blades. Three names like a serial killer. I know it's just ridiculous. It's like, what is up with that? Yeah. What distinguishes you away from anybody else? Who are the other blades people that we, that we're trying to separate him from? Right. Exactly. You know, it's like the Malmsteins. Why do we (laughs) need to know Ingve J? Yeah. He's Ingve J. Somebody mistake him for Ingve Q. You know, I was like, geez, come on, dude. Stacy David. (laughs) 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 Not for that. It's funny. Stupid. But anyway, so, uh, you know, people, whatever, for whatever reason, they have to uh, adjust their way of uh, thinking or living or whatever in order to accommodate this, this pandemic. Yeah. Oh, we just got banned. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Who cares? I don't care. We have our own, we have our own network. Yeah. Thanks Thanks to the quick work of Chris Aiken and his fast fingers. Two years ago, three years ago at this point. But, but I mean, we, we saw the writing on the wall. Yep. That's why now that we got most of the stuff that we need off and onto the, all the alternate stuff, I really don't give a shit what happens. Yeah. I could care less at this point. You know, fuck YouTube. Kids of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love the fact that, uh, you know, again, not to beat a dead horse, but. I'm telling you, if if you wanna if you wanna hear some funny shit, and mm-hmm. and if you were an Opie and Anthony fan, yeah. there is so much old material. Some some people have been so creative and catalog that shit mm-hmm. on YouTube, and they they've they've done things like um, grouped certain subjects together. Sure, they, they weren't necessarily part of the same show, but they grouped it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, to where if you want to hear just a certain subject matter, they, they've, they've put a super cut together of, you know, uh, something that was like an ongoing thing. It may have covered like a couple of years worth that maybe it was like a subject. Let's just put it this way. Uh, When we were doing the, um, the, um, what the hell was their name? Uh, the, 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 uh, the surfer guys. Oh, the Bay boys, the Bay boys. If somebody, you know, was such a fanboy of this show, mm-hmm. they would take all the Bay Boy segments and they would have put them all together in one long segment. Yeah, one like eight hour segment or whatever. Exactly. Right. Like like we covered the Bay Boys over like almost a two year period. Right. And we did a segment on them like once every couple of months because mm-hmm. some new story popped up. Sure. Well, well, somebody, whoever it is out there, they would have gathered all those segments up and put it together in one long Bay Boy segment. Right. And that's what they did with the ONA stuff. So I'm just like listening to this, like, holy shit, this is like the greatest thing to listen to. <laughs> I mean, because it's funny. Yeah. I mean, it's some funny shit. The best ones are on the ONA stuff are the ones where they bring back the same jocks for Jocktober. Oh, yeah. 
but like a year later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious when they do that. Sure. So, so listening to that and, 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 you know, hearing all the stuff that was going on with them and, um, you know, the show that they put on is just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I, I definitely relate to what they were doing. Sure. Yeah, which, which is why you and I found them to be, you know, our favorite. Sure. But man, just, just because, you know, I've, I've stepped away from the political stuff. You know, I like, you know, I like to listen to Mark Levin and stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to Mark Levin in probably a month. Feel better too, don't you? Well, it's not that I feel better. It's just that I'm finding something humorous to laugh at. Yeah. I'm with you, you know, and it, and, 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 and I have nothing against Mark Levin. He's got a lot of great content, mm-hmm. but, but I've just stepped away from that for mo- for a while and just kind of reliving some of the better, the funnier times and, sure. and just kind of, because, you know, I'll hear a segment from the old O and a and I go, Oh yeah, I remember her hearing this. And then I look back at when this was and it's got, Holy shit. That was 2008. Yeah, I know. You know. And you go, that was 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, dude. I, I mean, I say it all the time. I have completely stepped away from any news. Yeah. I mean, I, I check in probably once a week with sticks once a week with Jericho, but Jer- even Jericho, it's more just because we're friends with them than that. I'm caring about the content and, um, maybe once a week with Bongino. Yeah. And that's it. I don't watch any news at all. None. I don't care. I just don't care. You know, it's, it's, I'm going to slug it out. However, I got to slug it out. I don't give a shit what these fucking politicians do. I'm going to do whatever I got to do. And however the time changes that's in front of me, that's how I'm going to react. I'm not going to react to TV anymore. I agree. I completely agree. So, Anyway, that's that's what I listen to on my during my drive into work or on my way home or during some free time. I listen to that because it just cheers me up and it makes me right. laugh. And if you were a fan, you know, back when, you know, they were actually a show and you listen back to some of those old clips, it's just like, holy shit, that was some funny shit, man. Right. The, the Patrice O'Neill stuff was great. And um, the Louis C.K. stuff was great. And, um, the Bob Kelly and, um, Rich Voss. Sure. All those comedian guys. Yeah. You know, all the, all those comedians coming in just, and you know, of course, Jim Norton, he, he was just quick, quick, you know, just as, just as fast as lightning on some of these, uh, some of his inputs, some of his comments, man. Yeah, I know. It's so fucking funny, man. Dude. And what's crazy about about that time is how did Norton now he's not, he's not quick at all. He's not funny. Anymore. No. And, and he's getting fat. Yeah. I saw that too. He's Have gaining some weight him? back. He yeah. put his weight back on and he, he looks like, uh, he looks like uncle, uncle Fester. Well, you know what though, dude? And, and, and I, again, I ain't picking on Jim Norton. You know, I, I think he's fantastic, but anytime you go on those crazy fucking, I'm going to eat nothing but lettuce sandwiches, diets, you, you, you're never going to keep it off forever because you're never going to do that forever. I'm a believer that if you're meant to be fat, you're going to be fat, right? Enjoy your life, live to be 55 and be done with it. (laughs) You know, I I mean, fucking a what, what's better live until you're 55 and dying from fucking heart attack or some shit or living to be 85, but be miserable the whole time because you're fucking hungry. Yeah. Well, I, I eat healthy. I'm not hungry. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've, you know, I watch what I eat and I watch mm-hmm. my diet and all these other things. And, uh, you know, I'm not miserable in any way, shape or form. It's just like, once you get away from certain things, you don't miss it anymore. Yeah. But you gotta, but you gotta get, it's, it's getting away from it. That's, yeah, the well, that's true. That's true. You know, for me to stop eating pizza, Boy, you would see a resurgence of angry aching like you've never seen before. Well, listen, I, I love pizza more than probably any food at all, mm-hmm. but I probably have a pizza maybe once every three months. At least once every other week. No, see, I you, that mine is about once every three months. I, I probably have pizza four times a year. Pizza is absolutely my fucking kryptonite. Dude, I love pizza. There's I a place, there's a place here locally called Aurelio's. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the best pizzas I've had uh since Giannino's. 
Sure. And, uh, you know, I would love to have a, a real Yo's pizza every week mm -hmm. if I could. Mm -hmm. I just don't do it. And, see, and believe me, it passes my thought to go, man, I would just love to get an Aurelio's. And they go, eh, you know what? There's a lot of, there's a lot of salt in that. And there's a lot of, you see, know, fat. And, and I was just like, yeah, I can, I can do without that. And that mentality right there is why you can do it. And for me, I would be raging mad. <laughs> I would be sitting there thinking about it. Like, why can't I have a fucking piece of pizza? Well, I, well, I can. I can. If I wanted to, but, yeah. but I talk myself out of it. I, I can talk myself out of it. I don't get angry. Nobody is saying angry. you can't have pizza. You know, nobody says that it's a conscious choice yeah. on my part to go, well, I'd like to, yeah. but you know what? I'm going to just, I'm just going to take a pass. But you know what? That, that, that all, and it goes back to something we've talked about before. You do not have an addictive personality. No, I don't. I have an absolute addiction to everything personality. Yeah. Well, see, last Friday, uh, I went to my favorite joint down the street here to the Radius. Right. Now, they have probably one of the best bacon cheeseburgers I've ever had in my life. Okay. And it's called the, it's called the Radius Prime. Mm -hmm. And trust me, fantastic burger. All right. But... I opted for a chicken salad instead. Oh, I sat and I sat there and I thought, man, I would just love to have one of those radius prime burgers. But instead I just said, yeah, give me the chicken salad. I would be fuming all day long, <laughs> all day long. I would be pissed. I, I know it. I know for a fact, I would be absolutely furious all day long. See? <laughs> Is that a couch pizza? <laughs> I thought it was a pizza too. Yeah. <laughs> I think we actually had that furniture when I was growing up. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. That is yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, dude, you, you've got the rare gift. You've got the rare gift of not being addicted to anything. Well, I, again, moderation, man, you just, it's just like, you know what I, I can, I'm going to, probably have that somewhere but today i'm just gonna go yeah i'm gonna have to take a pass yeah, and another you know another thing that i just love but and i would love to do it is that buffalo wild wings you know i, I like the hot barbecue wings and stuff mm -hmm. like that and it, and on tuesday it's it's buy one get one and yeah. i'm thinking okay man i could get like 10 i could get 10 wings and then get 20 wings because it's buy one, get one or get one mm -hmm. half off or whatever their deal is. Mm -hmm. And I think, okay, I could just call BWs and have some made up and I could just swing by and grab them. And then I go, yeah. oh, you know what? I, I'll, I'll do that next week. Oh, I don't even understand you. <laughs> I don't even understand you. Because I just know what it does to you. Yeah. And it's just like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm the guy that'd be like, oh, they're half off. I'll take 50. Yeah, I know. Then that'll be a hundred and I'll save 50 and then I'll eat them all in two days <laughs> because that's me. I'll just keep going to the fridge and well, let me just take three or four. Yeah. Oh, let me just take three or four more. Oh, where'd they all go? You know, that that's me. And then you I, go, I'm, hey, who ate all the wings? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm the only one in the fucking house. Where's it's all these like, fucking wings? Oh, I'm the only one here. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I ate all those wings. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I, dude, I, I have, I, I admit it. Look part of, and I'll be straight up honest. Part of the reason I'm such a fat tub of shit is obviously the accident. You know, I, I'm just not able to work out the way I want to, because I don't have any fucking sweat glands over more than I half get, my body. I get you it. Know? And, and that, that really hampers. I mean, it, it literally feels like somebody's hitting me with a bat made of needles when I do work out more than like 15, 20 minutes at a hit. That being said, the solution to the, the counter to that is supposed to be eating an apple once a day and calling that dinner. Right. You know, I mean, that's supposed to be the solution. And I'm just like, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. I'll just die earlier. You know, and I honestly have myself set up that way in my head is like, I don't care. You know, I, I don't want to be miserable. Right. I've eliminated everything that made me miserable, including fucking moderation. You know, not that I ever had much moderation, but <laughs> you know, moderation to me is, is doing whatever you're doing till you can't. Right. 
And that's eating, that's drinking, that's booze, that would be drugs if I was still doing drugs. You know, that would be anything. Sure. Anything I would be doing, I want to do it until I physically can't do it anymore. You know, anything. Work. Look at me with work. Yeah. I'm addicted to work. I'll work fucking... Dude, I get up at four in the fucking morning where most people would just roll over and fucking get comfortable again under a blanket. I get the fuck up. I'm like, well, I could just do a couple things. Next thing I know, eight hours have passed. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, I'll go take a nap. I'll take a nap for two hours. and I do the same thing again. Yeah, I get you. I hate the addictive personality. <laughs> it, it's 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 tough to, to navigate sometimes. It really is. Yeah. Well, again, I, I just, you know, when, when I get up and I look in the mirror and I look at my face or look at my body or something, mm -hmm. I go, well, I got to do something about that. Yeah, dude, I could work out 400 fucking minutes a day and I'd still look in the mirror and see that fucking burned up fucking reptile <laughs> skin that I've been left with. So who gives a shit? Well, again, it's, it's two different philosophies and for yeah. different reasons, you know. Yeah, is what it is, but whatever. If we were the same, this show would really suck. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a break. All right. And uh, I got a request here for some, okay. uh, for Rainbow. Okay. And this is for Mark Riggs for his uh, chat room uh, boyfriend, uh, Jackal. Mm, oh, are we sending love love twists out? Yeah, or he's, love, sending love a, he's sending a birthday song out to Jackal. He and wants, he writes. And he writes. He says, could we play some Dio fronted rainbow for oh, Jackal's birthday? How sweet. From the long live rock and roll release. Kill the King. I'd like to send this out to Jim and let him know that I'd like to tickle his balls <laughs> just a little bit. Exactly. So here's rainbow. <laughs> Exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Thanks for checking out this episode of the classic metal show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And hand job. What's up, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from The Classic Metal Show, Aftershocks TV, and Heavy Metal Television. And I am now on Cameo. That's right. If you need a message sent to somebody, maybe it's happy birthday. Maybe it's get out of here, hit the street, you're fired. I don't care what it is, firing a girlfriend, firing a boyfriend, firing an employee, wishing them well, whatever it is, I'm on Cameo. I'm here to deliver the message. I'll do it in my unique way, so you can imagine it'll have some profanity in it and it'll be a little bit filthy, but that's okay, because that's probably what you guys want from me anyway. So check me out. Cameo.com slash Chris Aiken. Again, cameo.com slash Chris Aiken. Book me and I will deliver whatever message it is that you need delivered. And it's cheap. So go do it. All right. Later.